0: This is Alexis Goldsmith for Hudson Mohawk Magazine, and my guest today is Samira Singare, who's the co-founder and organizer of Saratoga Black Lives Matter. Um, Can you please tell us about the event that Saratoga Black Lives Matter is hosting on Friday evening?
1: Friday, we'll be um, meeting at Congress Park. We'll be joined by groups in the area like Jewish Voices for Peace Albany, Uh, Palestinian Rights Committee, um, DSA, uh, different um, student groups uh, from colleges in the capital region. You know, we'll be marching. We'll be building an altar at uh, City Hall. You know, we're just really trying to continue to speak about Palestinians and speak about uh, the genocide and just continuously show support to uh, Palestinians um and people who are struggling right right now obviously the message is ceasefire now we need a permanent ceasefire there are still killings going on we know what this really is it's a genocide it's again it's not it's not just a permanent ceasefire but it's really the occupation of palestinians like they need to have the right to have their land to move about within their land
0: We've seen in the past few weeks that some of the largest supporters for the war on Gaza for military aid for this war are also some of the most outspoken anti-Semites and white supremacists on the world stage. Mm -hmm. Can you comment on this?
1: I actually got my bachelor's in Holocaust and Genocide Studies. Um, and when I look at this through this lens, it's disgusting. It's, it's, uh, it's something that like, you're like, how does this even happen? You know what I mean? It's sad because with what happened in the Holocaust, a terrible genocide, it's never again for a reason. And it just like makes me question, like, do people believe in humanity? There's no way that 16, over 16,000 people, should be dead right now, including children. There's no way that almost 2 million Palestinians should be displaced right now. It's very heavy. It's really, sorry, this is, it's a lot, it's a lot for sure.
0: Something that you just said, I wanna dig into a little bit more. You got your degree in genocide studies and the Holocaust. Yes, I saw a frightening statistic the other day, that's actually years old, that nearly two thirds of US young adults are unaware that 6 million Jewish people were killed during the Holocaust. And mm-hmm. how do you hold the balance of amplifying that anti-Semitism is a problem, and mm-hmm. it's being driven by white supremacy, but also the Muslim and Arab world are being annihilated by the United States.
1: You know, when I got into my major and I really found out, you know, the horrors of the Holocaust and also the horrors that the U.S. has caused in other countries. And it goes to, you know, what you said about uh, those um, statistics about young people in America you know i didn't know a lot of the genocides that have gone on period you know what i mean and that needs to be amplified more you know people aren't people aren't talking about congo people aren't talking about sudan people aren't even talking about uh the chinese muslims in china anymore and that's been going on for a long time and it needs to be known that there are atrocities going on everywhere We all lose. I also lean on uh, the people that I know who have descendants from the Holocaust, and they're the main people who are saying, not in my name. I also lean on my Muslim brothers and sisters who continuously talk about how it's also a race issue. They're the ones being uh, persecuted. And also, it's really important to talk about the anti-zionist jewish people who live in israel there was an anti-zionist neighborhood that was raided a couple weeks ago and people uh, were beat up they got their house torn apart by the idf and people in tel aviv thousands of people in tel aviv have been protesting against netanyahu and within the last couple of years people have not been happy with netanyahu I want to go back to Hamas because that is a very touchy subject that people, especially the media, they want to keep asking do you condemn Hamas? do you condemn Hamas? How many Hamas are being created now because of this genocide? How many children who have seen their parents die, who have seen their siblings die it's 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 honestly like very upsetting at the end of the day. We honestly need more conflict resolution as well, because we have seen this again many times where there'll be atrocities. And after the fact, countries are kind of just left on their own to figure it out. And what conflict resolution or healing did the Jewish people have after the Holocaust? Not much.
0: I want to take a little uh, side course here, since I have you, Samira, to 2020, um, where when it seemed that the. US attention was completely captured by the Black Lives Matter movement, both mm-hmm. for better and for worse, in this moment of great polarization, where we're being overwhelmed with information and our attention is captured by this conflict, What advice would you give to listeners to speak out for that conflict resolution, which you're calling for?
1: I would say uh, pick up some books. There are some great Palestinian books. Um, uh, Noam Chomsky. I love reading Noam Chomsky. Um, He says a lot about Palestinian resistance. Thomas Sankara, um, who was the president of Burkina Faso, he was one of the And he was assassinated, actually. Um, He was one of the main people that also talked about Palestinian resistance. Um, When he spoke and gave his speeches, his three main points talked about Burkina Faso, Namibia, the genocide in Namibia, and apartheid in South Africa, of course, and and Palestinians. Uh, Nelson Mandela also talked about Palestinians. The BLM movement and the fight for liberation of Black lives in the U.S. and globally has always been intertwined with Palestinian resistance and always been uh, intertwined with Palestinians being able to occupy their own land. I'm proud to say that I've met a lot of students who have done their first protests. Um, I felt like, you know, it's like a little flashback to 2020 for me, um, because, you know, you share something when you see an injustice, you stand the f- up and you do what you got to do and you make sure your voice is heard. And that's all it is to know that your voice is is powerful. And, you know, especially in Saratoga, we now have a new public safety commissioner who is an ex-FBI fed and actually set up a sting operation after 9-11 on Muslim mosque leaders in Albany. We need people to show up for that too, you know, and let them know that we don't stand for Islamophobia. Absolutely not. There's power in numbers. I've seen, I mean, we've seen millions of people around the world uh, protest against this. That part gives me hope that You know, people are actually realizing, you know, we talk about the BLM movement in the U.S., but put it on a more broader and global uh, stage. And now people are having like the revelations that I was having in school and how like the U.S. is dirty. The
0: event is on Friday, December 8th, 5 p.m. at Congress Park Spirit of Life statue in Saratoga, It says to bring an offering for the altar. Do you want to say what that is?
1: We welcome people to bring flowers, teddy bears, signs, uh, pictures of of, uh, people who have lost their lives in Palestine, baby clothes, baby shoes. So please, if anyone wants to bring any of those things, uh, we'd be grateful. It's going to be a very powerful visual for everyone. And for all of Saratoga to see right on Broadway.
0: And is there a link you want to share for people to learn more or
1: find you online? You can follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, at Saratoga BLM. We also have a website, saratogablm.org. And also my personal Instagram is samirasingari 13
0: Samira Sanghari, co-founder and organizer for Saratoga Black Lives Matter. Thank you so much.
1: Thank you.